Hey everyone, welcome to the GIST Podcast. If you're tired of being comfortable and want to take on living life from the context of 100% fuck yeah, join us each week as we share lessons we're experiencing in this crazy game called life. We invite you to play along and get your shit together. Take responsibility for how your life is currently going and at the same time, take on new, fun, and sometimes crazy shit. We promise to challenge your thinking by being vulnerable, authentic, and straight up with what we're dealing with, what doesn't work, and what can. Be warned, this is not your grandma's podcast. As as it becomes a bit more, we find our spot. Yes, dude, this is... I haven't found my spot yet. Yeah, I feel like this is my spot, but I would like to have a comfier footrest. (laughs) Footrest, eh? You know, all in due time, my friend. Right? That's what I'm saying. We'll we'll get those snazzy upgrades. We get some badass chairs. Oh, wow, you're really really colorful today with your ring set up there. This is uh, is a pretty cool ring that I got recently. Oh, that was that is so anticlimactic. What is it? Is it change color or something? Or no, it's just got an an oiled look to look it. To it. You, is this your? Uh, are you? Is this your gay pride ring or? This is when I feel really special. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> care to share? <laughs> no, nope, I would not. <laughs> I would not. Oh, it's hilarious. Yeah, this... Uh, this is when I feel very special. Whoa. <laughs> Wonder why. <laughs> right on. Yeah, I just thought it was cool. Yeah, no, it's cool, man. It's cool. I love I love the uh, I love the accessories. I, I, I'm, I'm starting to, you know, beef up my accessory game with my pipe cleaner bracelet. <laughs> hey, it, it, I mean, that's critical first step. It's an homage for my brother. More I get present to it. Yeah, it's just this this way of remembering how crazy he was. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, he and and he had all of his fingers. Cut, had a yeah, ring, yeah, yeah. Had a ring on it. No, I. I they weren't I, very I, good rings. They I actually very high quality uh, rings. I actually enjoyed John's company quite a bit. <laughs> he was a character, man. I really did like being around him. Yeah, you know, even well, though you'd. You know, you, you, you'd see him standing there with his all of his accessories and his whole get up and then he would turn around and you'd see like a, a big fucking jackknife, butcher knife thing sticking out of his <laughs> yeah. his ass crack and you're like, that's cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was always carrying as well some sort of weapon. Like, dude, really? Do you, do you really got to take that around? And, like, and he totally did given the, the group that he hung around with. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'd found a uh, machete in the the garage when he'd lived there at one point i love a good machete i kept it it's it's upstairs oh, okay i think i want to get one you know what i see how you have your mic here yeah I'm trying and i can to... see your face and mine yeah. i see is like in my way a little. <laughs> okay are we actually recording are we, are yeah, we, of course we're are recording. we live from the gist recording studios in calgary alberta for episode 36, right? Yep. So today, I had mentioned before we started that I'm, I'm not shocked that it's episode 36. For the first time since probably... <laughs> he was ready for it. Our first episode. I was ready for it today. I was like, it's episode 36, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, on my uh, 
so in talking about my brother yesterday and uh, the memorial of my brother's death is is coming up pretty quick at the end of next month september 30th is i think when when the actual day was or all said and done and i'm not clear sometime sometime wow. in october or, or late september and my presence the reason why i bring this up is my presence that the month of september for me is a pretty significant month when it comes to stuff <laughs> that goes on you know so my twins were born september 8th i had the i discovered the tumor way back when september 10th um my brother got murdered september 30th to be determined if that's the actual date but it's definitely close it, and I, I just it hadn't even occurred to me like just how crazy the september's mm -hmm. have been in my world not that i have like a thing now with september uh, but, yeah yeah because <laughs> we could quickly do that be like oh yeah i avoid september's uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh why is that and then you list out your laundry and you're and they're like oh yeah september's my month off <laughs> <laughs> totally I, I just check out <laughs> lock my doors fuck y'all yeah, fuck y'all yeah that's awesome wow yeah no i mean the thing is is it's not all bad no it's, it's totally not all bad and if i were to really look and i think that's the exercise as of late is just really looking there there would be a lot of really interesting things that have happened in september for me and probably every month but we tend to you know when we got a couple lined up in a month, that's significant yeah. now. And or, or it's the month ahead, and you're like, you know what's happened to me in October? Let me tell you. <laughs> totally. <laughs> oh, Christmas. Don't get me started. Here's and how my Octobers go. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, I, I was writing in my journal this morning. I, I had a, both Vern and I had a bit of a, um, a slower start, let's call it, for today. I'm, which is i'm still starting I, and do, don't kid me man I, i've got like this cloud that i'm oh, i feel good. like i'm kind of hung over a little bit you good. know that feeling i feel yeah. exactly i feel yeah. i'm right there with you yes yeah so i am just i think it, i think what it actually is i was gonna say this to you this morning through text i think it's like it's a hangover from the week because totally. i think you were gonna segue in the fact that we've both had some pretty it was like just heavy just a big workload this week for me so mm -hmm. I'm like, I think I'm hungover from that, really. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that is a big factor. And yesterday, against my better judgment, of course, I decided to start a movie at like 11.30 at night. Uh, you're like, oh yeah, I'll totally get through this. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I'm coming around 1 o'clock, I'm like, oh, why did I do this? What movie was up. it? Uh, the Inglorious Bastards. I don't think I've ever seen that. It's such a good movie. Is that right? It's a bit uh, like there's some parts where you're like, oh, I get why you're doing that, but you guys are crazy. You're crazy, yeah. I have a <clears> tough <throat> time with certain um, imagery or intention, like in movies. I don't watch really intense movies. Like, like what? Uh, I'll give you an example. There's a movie I want to watch, but I haven't had the like the courage to watch it there's a couple uh one that comes to mind i, I struggle with the the pronunciation i think it's called the the django yeah the django yeah, yeah it's with uh um jamie fox yeah yeah right it's just 
I've seen I saw the previews obviously then I've heard some things about the movie and I'm like ah I want to watch it, but I, I just really, especially when it comes that to part things of your like, soul dies when you do. Yeah, when it comes to things like uh, slavery or just cruelty to people, I have a really hard time watching that kind of stuff. It's just because <clears> I'm <throat> just I'm emotional. I'm right in it, mm. and I feel like there's a hangover after the movie, and I can't. It's just like well, it feels like it's real, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are I, there are certain movies for me that that definitely trigger those spots, and it's it's usually when it's got a very real connection to it it's like it's out of the realm of Mm -hmm. the fantastical and the exaggerated see growing up i was always obsessed with like mob movies Hmm. but i still had a really hard time watching them right but i'd watch them like the casino and goodfellas and all those movies i I watched all all those movies growing up yeah godfather all that you know uh scarface like like there's a part in the beginning of scarface where they almost get Tony Montana, like they're cutting up his buddy and all that shit. They're like use I think they're using like a chainsaw or something. Oh, I'm just like, man. holy fuck, man. That's Yeah, there were some pretty pretty intense parts of Inglorious Bastards uh at the beginning of it for sure. I mean those guys were out were out hunting. Hunting, you know, the bad guys. Hunting the bad guys. And they were very, very good at it. And right. very detailed about the things that they do. It's right. like wow. And of course I, I kept watching. Of course, yeah. You know, at one at twelve thirty at night. I'm also fascinated by war movies, but I find the same thing. They're difficult to watch, right? Because the the ones there was a series about. Oh, I can't remember what that series was called now. A war war movie series, Pacific. Maybe it was called the Pacific. The Pacific. Really, really good. I think one of the things that. Um, kind of almost an internal conflict that I have with myself is that I have a ton of um, respect and admiration for uh, military, for, for, for veterans, and for just the, uh, the mental, like what, what it would take to, to just say, you know what, yeah, I'm going to jump on this boat and, or this airplane or whatever it is, and, and we actually know ahead of time that we are going to... might not look good. Yeah, we're going to go to a place where... You know, that might be my last trip. You know, I might not be coming home. And uh, for whatever their reason is, but for the most part, it's that they they truly believe that they're going to fight for our freedom, like to help us, which is so cool. And, and there's an internal conflict because I, tr- I believe that there was certain times and there's certain conflicts that that was the case, i.e. World War One, World War Two, and probably in many others. But I struggle because I just can't shake the... I just, I just, the corruption is too evident for me in our yeah, day and there's, age. There's always an ulterior motive right now. And it's probably, maybe it's always been that way, but it's so obvious today mm. that I really struggle. And I have some friends who are veterans and stuff, and it's kind of split down the middle. Half the people who I, who have actually physically been in war and are, have been injured in combat and like, like legit veterans that are friends of mine, it's split down the middle where half of them are like, this is bullshit. It's a scam. We literally live in a conspiracy. And then half of them are, would go back. Right. So it's like, I don't know. Because they believe that that's the difference because that needs they, to be made. Because they believe this is, we're doing the right thing. So this, whatever, 15, almost 20 year war that we're working on right now. Like, it's it's crazy. Where you think about how many lives that's touched. And Man, 15 to 20 years. I mean, it, it really has been that ongoing. I make a point not to 
to digest well, very much well, mainstream media, right? That's so that's the thing. We're all so we're so conditioned. Could you imagine if the Second World War, the amount of killing and devastation and everything that went on, if that was any longer than it are, than it was already at four or five years, like, oh, man. like we've been we're going on like a twenty year war and we don't actually even know what's going on. Like I don't know what's going on, but there are bombings happening and people dying like basically every day. Maybe not a lot. I mean, a lot of our American and and Canadian uh, veterans are obviously being impacted by it too, and we're like totally devastated by when something like that happens and it's a big news story and it's Mm -hmm. all media driven and all that but yet from what i've heard directly from directly from guys who were on the fucking ground that were there not the media not someone's opinion like there are innocent people being killed yeah and being displaced from their homes and 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 literally they're like dude my one buddy's like dude it's not like you see on the news, like they have an economy there. They have roads, they have buildings, they have businesses, they have family homes. And then we roll in and we fucking bomb that shit. It's just like, what? Yeah. That's, that's pretty crazy, man. Hard to wrap your head around it. And I, I get, I don't have perspective for war. I don't understand how it works. Okay. I'm not a military general. I get that they have orders and there's an agenda and all that kind of stuff. But I'm just saying like, one has to question whether or not all of it is for the greater good, you know, like the, 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 the whole story that we're fed all the time, that we're the good guys and they're the bad guys. How do we really know that we're the good guys all the time? You know what I mean? Like I true, I believe like overarching, yes, we're trying to, we're trying to do good for the world. Right. But the story that we're being fed and what's really going on, like how do we really know we're the good guys all the time? Vern, you got heavy there. Did I? I went from like, oh man, I'm feeling kind of hungover to like, it's just the police. It's segwayed, man. It's segwayed. Holy shit. <laughs> down over there. I don't know what to do with it now. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to come at this from like a, uh, like an open-minded perspective. That's why I say I'm torn, right? Because I have deep military roots in my family and, and all that. And growing up, it was like, you are at the fucking November 11th. You're at the Remembrance Day Parade. You are like, making you know, your yeah, it was like hardcore. We would like in New Brunswick, like people would be like throwing flowers like at the veterans. They'd be everyone be yelling thank you and like just people fucking crying everywhere. Like it was intense. Like that mm. was the the energy that the that I grew up in when it came to like things Remembrance Day services and things like that, right? <clears throat> now it's almost like I just feel bad for these guys. Like the, those soldiers, you like loved them and you respected them like the old military veterans that you think of and 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 i'm saying i don't have any less respect for the guys that like make the ultimate sacrifice with their life but i more or less feel bad for them because i feel like they might be being duped sort of you know does that, that make sense yeah they're they're not getting the full story for sure yeah and and i just feel bad making pretty life changing um well life life changing changes uh, absolutely in order to to do that to take that on and, and they might not actually have the whole picture uh, and not even aware that they don't have the whole picture. I don't want to talk about any more of that, though. <laughs> I, I'm really sorry I brought up Inglorious Bastards, because that, that's where this all came from, actually. Um, not not for any reason other than there's so many other things to talk about than what's not working in this world. Yeah, right. Yeah, totally. Well, let's put a pin in that for another day. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Well, and, and back to my point. So I had mentioned earlier that I had written something in my journal this morning <clears throat> and this week has been pretty lean as as you 
No, I've already shared it. Didn't do a whole lot of well, uh, lean reflection. In, yeah, lean in terms of the the structures that we've put in place yes. to document the journey, if you will. Yes, yes. To, to, yeah, exactly. There was a lot done. Definitely, sure. yeah, definitely working hard and whatnot. I, I, I read here, I noticed the pull to not bother to do the things like journaling. The pull to just coast and run through the motions. Like that's the... that's like where i'm at right now i can totally relate man or where and where i was at for for most of the week is like yeah i'll just do i'll just make note of of those super critical things and the rest is like i just got no time for it right now and so i'll i'll and you're well justified yeah yeah absolutely it's it's funny how those and, and 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 it happens everywhere it can creep in anywhere about whatever it might be whatever the thing is that you're committed to you will like creep in and try to take, you know, a couple rounds off. Do you really need or... to worry about that? I owe my brother a day of VR. Uh, well, not a day, but a, a VR session because we got this ongoing challenge where every day we each send videos of us doing a workout. <laughs> and on Saturday night, I did not send him a video to do a workout. You know, I, I got to say... God bless him for being, uh, or higher power of choice, <laughs> bless him for being supportive. And and what is an area of struggle in his life that he'd like to deal with and work on? Because I would say that that would be an area that he should send you a video about to, 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 no to, doubt, to even right? the stakes, right? Like I get that he's trying to be a support for you, but sending you a video of him working out is easy for him. It, it is easy. And, and he usually sends and, me like 10 of them. In fact, he doesn't have to send it to you. You could just log onto Facebook and watch yeah, one of of 20 videos that he's uploaded, right? So he works out every day. So so what I'm, what I'm getting at is, and it's easy for if I'm in the power position, so I work out every day, and I can say to you like, dude, you just got to do it, dude. Like, totally. just step up it's and do thing, it, man. dude. It's not a thing. And, and it's easy, right? But if it comes to another area of struggle, then they then you get to put it in perspective. I'm and curious go, to know what that is for him. I'm, yeah, I'm not sure what that maybe, is. Maybe for him. maybe maybe he's just like totally lit up and living the life because he works out every day. I don't know, but I'm sure. But that I'm adds sure. To it. I think every person, whether it's you or I or Patrick or Richard Branson, like everybody has something they're working on. How's he doing, by the way? Richard Branson, I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> <laughs> He's not answering my emails. <laughs> I don't know. It might occur like a bit stocky. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, everybody's working on something. So. Yeah, uh, without a doubt, I'm, I'm going to uh, poke and prod. You're in welcome, that space. Patrick. You're welcome. <laughs> totally. <laughs> you're on my radar, boy. <laughs> yeah. What area are you looking good in? <laughs> <laughs> totally. What are you trying to avoid? What are you not telling uh, me? That's too funny. <clears throat> yeah, so there is this pull, and yesterday, yesterday evening, it was a, a, a chosen, intentional, just chill out. I ended up playing some games with some buddies, and just allowing myself. And it, it it's taken a while. It's been a while since I've just allowed myself to just check out. Not not mm. negatively check out like resigned and cynical to the world and why bother type. Yeah, but uh, but allowing myself just space for the irrelevant and the miscellaneous and and the thing that I would normally have so many conversations in my mind around not doing why you why you shouldn't do that right now totally justified and there's a part of me that wants to do it like I just I just want to chill for three hours and play a game. 
Yeah, and you deserve it and all that other stuff. Like, yeah. there's a whole... Stop bothering me. Would be, you know, the voice in my head is, is sometimes just so uh, disempowering in that space and, and wagging the finger, right? Yeah. But you don't notice it. You don't notice it. And the thing that I want to point to, which is interesting, is that I don't... Um, I don't take a lot of time off. Me either. It's not right. And holidays t- tend to just absorb and absolve in yeah. the rest of the week. And, and I'm not saying that like one of those guys that's like, oh, fuck, time off. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, you need time off. And I've also been saying for the last few years, probably, oh, yeah, you know, I'm totally going to plan my vacation time next year before anything else. How's that going for you? I heard that's a really powerful thing to do, and I'm like really attracted to it. But it's a mind, it's a shift in your mindset. You, you, you know what I'm saying? I know a guy who uh, he's in the same business, similar business to me, as me, and he schedules was it 12 or 16 weeks off? He schedules it right. So then, and you think to yourself, what? That's I'm like totally scheduling my days off. That's like a third of the year or whatever that is. And you're like, how can you do that? And then he says, well, it, it drives you. Yeah, it, he does say, how can you not? And it drives you. If you know you've got a week off or two weeks off every quarter, he's like, you bust your butt and you have a target. And he's like, it pulls you to. So I'm just speaking from someone else's perspective. It's somewhere that I'd like to get to. It's something that I've thought about. And it's just it's it, it's been tough for me to commit to you know man I, that hasn't even that wasn't even a thing on my radar right it, it is scheduled so far as i know there's a strong likelihood we are going to mexico in around christmas time because that's how it's always been but that's yeah. the extent of my scheduling for yeah uh, yeah and even on. that though for you isn't a vacation no fully not fully. not because uh, you go this what? year i'm i'm committed to changing that up well, the whole time though, or a couple of weeks inside of it. I, I just give give people some background because everyone, I think people by now probably know that Maya's from Mexico and yep. you're from here. Well, I would imagine stuff. so. And if you don't know, now you know. If you don't know, now you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, this whole ever since I've been doing the the poetry and the spoken word, this shit keep, just keeps showing up. And every once in a while, I'd be like, "Damn, that was like <laughs> that was tight." <laughs> did, I, did I write that? And down? I get it was it was done by somebody else, but it just kind of shows up in the natural flow of, of the conversation. Anyways, not yeah. to segue too much. Yeah. So every year we go to Mexico, typically for a month. Sometimes a little bit longer, a month and a couple of weeks, six weeks if we were to be precise. <laughs> and uh, but it's a lot of the time is in Mexico City, so it is uh, a pretty. It, it can be during the winter cold in Mexico. Is that right? Eh? Yeah, like right in the city. In the city, because it's all concrete. There's, there's no, and more inside than outside. So outside, it's probably about between 17 and 20 degrees on average. Maybe it gets warmer. Uh, but then inside, you're wearing your, your t-shirt and your long sleeve shirt and your sweaters and sometimes your gloves. What? Because it is like, you know, 10 degrees inside the house, concrete buildings, oh, right? Oh, right. Interesting. No heaters. It's brutal. I ah. hate it. 
It's the worst thing ever. I hate it. It's brutal. Oh my god, that sounds terrible. It's the worst thing ever, man. Like and and so how we would do it norm before is we'd end up going there while there were still things to be done, some work to do. Yeah, so right. we, so we would work from there, which is why we were there for so long. <laughs> yeah, you're you're downstairs and you're trying to type. Teeth just chattered. And and you can't type because your fingers are too cold. This is a real thing. <laughs> this is Mexico. There, there was a time where, wow. and this was kind of scary for me. So, and I kind of forgot it was a concrete building and this, the likelihood of this happening was next to nothing. But they, uh, one, her dad, Maya's dad, ended up putting down in the steel tray just, just in front of the bar, which is made of wood, by the way. Um, it was like a pan, a steel pan with with some sort of fuel inside of it, and then he lights it on fire, and to, for some warmth, right? And and it was it was warm, like it it, it generated a heat without a doubt. It's a special fuel. I'm not sure what it is, a butane Whoa. type stuff. Yeah, but it was open, right? It was like right there, and it kind of like it was heating up. Yeah, the sides of the concrete, and like, you're going. Uh... Yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> does everyone know that there's a fire in here still? Do, like, we, do we do this here? Are we paying uh, attention? And yeah. I, I went through a house fire. Yeah, no. I, and yeah. so I have a uh, an appreciation for. I went through a couple what of them myself. Yeah, yeah, right. Fair enough. And that was just in the background. It's like, oh my god, this place is gonna burn down. It's gonna burn down. It was all because I was too fucking cold. Yeah, right. <laughs> I had to open my big fat mouth. <laughs> totally. Now we're gonna burn this place to a crisp. Oh. So, so yeah, we're there for a month. If we set it up that way, which we did last last year, it doesn't work very well, and we end up spending too much time in in cold concrete buildings and not really doing anything in Mexico until right. later on. And last year was a little different. Was it last year we did the the big road trip practically across the country? Um, that was interesting. So yeah, I bet that was interesting. And so, what what is the I guess, plan or the perspective in your mind right now, how you would want to see it go? I want it to be a couple weeks where it's nice and warm and already by the ocean. We, we don't have to like go to the city and then drive to the nice place some sometime down the road. So we'd, we'd be there, we'd already meet the family and, uh, and it's just focus time on the beaches. Mm-hmm. None of the other stuff. Now, I don't know how well that'll work because I, I feel like there's got to be some time spent in the city. Well, how are you guys planning on going for the lengthy trip again? Or I, I want to see how we can make it work differently. Uh, maybe it's three weeks and there's two weeks at said destination and then one week in the city for, for Maya to, to get connected with the family and, and all that. Um, it's also a bit draining for me to, and I get that I I can do something about this, and I just haven't for the last ten years. It used to be eight. <laughs> it used to be eight. <laughs> Thank you for that, Vern. <laughs> yeah, my my inability or and unwillingness to speak Spanish because you know I gotta make sure I look good and I gotta be able to communicate. <laughs> and uh, so far, that's not worked very well. Yeah. Uh, yeah well you know how i feel about this well i don't know i i just think that you're too hard on yourself yeah dude i am for sure too hard on myself and that actually got distinguished for me through some coaching there are there are two two sides of well 
I have created, and this is just really a lot of uh, of who I am as an individual, and and I own that that I, I I'm a serious guy, and what I'm up to inside of my life is to have it be one that is fun, light, and easy. <laughs> Even how you say that is. You're like fun, light, and easy. Yeah, that's yeah, fair enough. And, but but that that's true for me. Like there is a part, and this is in the unraveling of the seriousness that mm-hmm. holds and constrains what I say that I want, which is stability and security in my life and a life that's fun, light, and easy. Mm-hmm. But sec- uh, uh, seriousness uh, holds the space for all of that stuff. And so my seriousness is is limiting what that actually could look like in my world, and yeah. it's an exercise in letting go and uh, and separating my seriousness from my my desire to to want to have a fucking awesome life. Yeah, right. And it is a challenge to unpeel it from those things, like fucking up while I'm speaking Spanish and having it be a game. It is not easy to do yeah, that. It's not easy. It's it's like, you know, the thing that you have, though, is the seriousness. You know, we should, sh- maybe we could look at shifting that language, you know? So you're a serious guy. Okay, sh- that's true. But you're also very. Are we getting into a live coaching session here? Is, well, it's not really coaching, I guess. No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm totally I'm, down. I'm not qualified. I'm not a coach. But. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's just it's just sort of like, you know, that that vibration, that seriousness is sort of ingrained in who you are now and how you show up and and that can be that can breach the walls of fun. Totally. So it's more like you're you're committed and structured, right? Cuz the commitment and the structure to the things that are serious and the things that are fun and whatever else you know what I mean? You, you're you committed to those things and you have a structure around it. And then now that you've executed the structure through commitment, you can be loose and free inside of it. Absolutely. And that is what I'm, I'm working towards. And, and I'm present to how much seriousness, how easily it comes into that like ex- extreme can, side of things. Can I offer you something then? Yeah, of course. Okay, so seriously plan to be silly. Oh, someone just got uncomfortable. <laughs> right? Seriously plan to just be like... In it, you can, it could be in the privacy. I'm super triggered by that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got it. But it can be in the privacy of your own home. I'm not saying you have to go and whatever, do cartwheels down, you know, Stephen Ave. Well, we do but... Dance Revolution here every every once in a while. Dance Revolution. And that is, is actually... So the, the irony in it all is I, I have such an ap- appreciation for... Uh, the ability to dance. I used to do a lot of the um, electronic. I was I was heavy into like raves and stuff when I was younger, <laughs> and so I and this was like after my transition from from my religious stint in my life, right? So there's a bit of like spreading of the wings and and, and actually being that, right? Yeah. Uh, just uninhibited, uh, fun and easy freedom. Yeah, I got that. Uh, and then it got serious again. Uh, and even doing something like that game with the family, there is that almost immediately that little voice be like, "This is, it's not appropriate." Grow up. Grow up. Yeah. <laughs> what, what What do you think this is? And so yeah. I, I choose not to uh, let 
that take over and, and I'll do, and I don't know the song and I screw it up and I'm just being okay with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, uh, it's a missed opportunity for me for sure. And how, how do I get more of that? Right. And how do I just be, be that? And right away it's like, you can't be that. <laughs> and so I don't be that. I'm like, you're right. You're right. Oh my God. Oh, it's a, it's a great little journey, dude. And, and I look forward to the time where I could like run down the street screaming something ridiculous. So that's not happening right now. Let's, you know, like, let's look at that though for just a second. Of course, we're going to look at that. What would be what would be something, and you don't have to answer like this because I'm think probably about, not going I, to. Well, I'm I'm the type <laughs> personally. I'm the type that if someone says, "Hey, what would be something that would make you feel uncomfortable and alive?" Right? I would. I'm the type that I sometimes I go blank in that moment because you put it right on me, and I'm like, "Oh, yeah, yeah," and then it goes blank. Right? So, um, so that's why I say you don't have to answer and, and whatever. It's totally your call. But so, but think about that like something. I just, I, I visualize you doing something similar to the things that you already do, like doing a slam piece or making some video or, or drawing something, but even a drawing, even a sketch, even like you could sketch because you're talented enough to sketch something that looks really cool that somebody might tattoo on their body, but you'd also be talented enough to draw a clown and someone would be like, Oh, that's a cool looking clown, you know? So you can just just experiment inside of the things you already do. Like don't go too crazy. Just take advantage of the skills and the knowledge you already have and then play with it. And that is, that is it. That's why I'm exploring, albeit quietly and under the radar right now, but ex- <laughs> well, not so much anymore. Yeah. It, it's coming out. It's a coming out exercise, right? Uh, with the, the spoken word and, and putting it out into people's worlds to hear it and well, be like, here's what I created and be gentle with me. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's be the gentle. back, be gentle. You know, what's <laughs> funny though, is you're, you are, you know what? You're covert. You're quiet about your uh, self-expression. Totally, totally because I just realized I sat here, you're, you're sitting here, you're wearing a hat that's like brightly colored with what? Like there's like 40 the full rainbow, I'm sure. 40 different colors on that hat. And, yeah. But yet you're like, okay, let's get to business. Let's get to <laughs> I am a juxtaposition. Let's like I'm just, I'm a walking iron irony. Is that a thing? I don't know. Oh, man. That's it's hilarious. something that I want, like secretly for sure. The covert is just to be completely self-expressed and, uh, and being able to yell from from the rooftops, you know, you, you know, what's funny is it's, it's hilarious that we're so such close friends because I'm, we're, we're so much opposite. We're like, we're so, we're so similar. There's so many different crossovers, <clears throat> but, but we're so opposite because I am, am literally, I am working toward, um, Coming you know, it down where, a bit. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'm working toward where it's appropriate. Just, just being in the present moment with, mm. you know, what's appropriate in that present moment and not from like a Brule's perspective, like, Oh, how should I be right now? But more like, what are we dealing with? And then, and is how I'm showing up appropriate. Is it adding complimentary? Value yeah, yeah. Complimentary. Yeah, exactly. Totally. So, so having said that it's like business meetings and things like that. Uh, in the past, I would have the, a tendency to, uh, when it's really important for the Crack energy, jokes. yes. So we're, when it's really important for the energy and uh, to go in the direction that it's going right now, 
I would then say something to break that energy because I'm feeling uncomfortable. Yeah, right. Right. So um, I'm just, um, you know, working on that for myself. So it's the same thing. Yeah. I, I I have no problem being like, oh, what do you want to do, man? Let's go streaking. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Even though I still am uncomfortable with those things, it's just I still find it. You'll fun. you'll yeah, take like, you'll take it on. Yeah, I'll just we, do it because my brother and I, when we were in Germany, I didn't do it because I'm serious, right. of course. Um, I was, I was, um, I was the one looking after everybody else really for the most, for all of my life, as I think back to it, I wouldn't say mother hen. I would let them go screw up and be like more, I don't know how you would classify it. I I wasn't overly protective. We did some stupid shit, (laughs) Uh, but I was very strategic in what stupid shit I participated in. Right. Because I still needed to have a wherewithal. You, I would I would bet you were stra- strategic about what stuff you participated in, but you were also subtle and strategic about the things you didn't participate in. Do, do you know what I mean? How you how you would opt out would be subtle. I'm, would be, yeah, I'm super slick there. I can I can deflect and uh, <laughs> and have the attention somewhere else, and most people don't even realize what happened. Right, like, I'm hey, super good at that. How actually, come David hasn't jumped yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I'll disappear. Right, like, I won't even be there for the opportunity. You're to be on the ground. Everyone's like, "What happened?" What? <laughs> One of the things that I noticed, uh, not to derail too much, but. Actually, we're we're all yeah, over the place. Do you, do I, don't even, I don't even know what that means. Uh, I <laughs> I can direct a conversation. I'm like giving away my secrets here. I can direct a conversation by by saying something, and and I notice that in a certain situation when I do that, they repeat it. Mm-hmm. Now I've shifted the conversation into whatever the direction is that I wanted to actually talk about. Yeah, and it's really fascinating to to notice it. Because they will repeat it verbatim for me, what it is that they were thinking. Yep. But I just planted the seed, and then and then that's it. Yeah, you're right. It's that. It's that, crazy. That's a skill, dude, and and it's something that I work on too. I do that with listening. So, I took some training years ago, and I'm certainly not an expert at it. But one of the things I took a couple of things from this training I took, and and for example, like. Um, I, I'll often repeat a couple of words of something somebody said. Right. So, for example, you what did you say about having fun and what was a what was a phrase? Fun, light, and easy. Yes. So you might you might say the whole thing like I'm committed to living a life that's fun, light, and easy, and and then as you finish, I would say, hmm, interesting, fun, light, and easy. And you go, yeah, like, and then you go into a new right, and then I just keep the conversation going like that, and keep yeah, you yeah, talking, yeah, yeah, so that. But it's really necessary because for me too, I know when someone's doing those sort of things to me and I invite it because I want that to be drawn out of me. I can't just sit there with my brain and think, what what would really be fun, light and easy for me? What would be, you know, we try to do that and it doesn't work. It doesn't work. You, no. When you have a conversation and someone else draws it out of you, you loosen up, And that's up, what has it be a compelling conversation actually. Yeah, not right. The, not the, the, the easy one word answers and responses. Those conversations are brutal and it doesn't matter what I, what I do in those spaces. It's just another wall. So how long have you been in business? Six years. Six oh, years, eh? Do you really enjoy what you do? Yes. Yeah, totally. <laughs> okay, I'm out. All right. Yeah, that's awesome. You get, you say things like, uh, I'll say things like, oh, that's interesting. Tell me more about that. It's simple, but it's like, they're like, oh, well. And then they're looking for something more to tell you. Right. Right? So. 
Yeah, you show up as a as a strong conversationalist. Me, I get to a point where I'm like, <clears throat> okay, this meeting's over. <laughs> I am officially bored. I'm gonna go over here and sketch something. Yeah, it's it's an interesting it's interesting when so, it shows up. So what what has this podcast been about? I actually um, throughout the podcast, I've been having a, a conversation in my head about how what is this about where are we getting to what's the value and then i remembered that we purposely don't have a structure yes and i think regardless of it's in, so awesome to have it come in no like that, that yeah like story the thing exactly in noticing it and, and the reality of it is is that what this podcast is about is is it also can be fun light and easy it doesn't have to be so serious all the time it doesn't have to be so intense yes. all the time right so uh, I've had fun, but speaking of fun, light, and easy, <laughs> I want to make you uncomfortable. Oh, you know what would be fun, light, and easy? What's that? Skydiving. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's seriously on your radar, eh? I get the heebie-jeebies just thinking about it. It is, man. I was literally sitting down with my lawyer yesterday, reviewing all the will so stuff. So what would and it look like? <laughs> so I'm like, it's on my radar, but it's not something oh. that I'm. Yeah, I well, honestly don't know. I can't see myself doing it. Maybe one, off one of, of the, a rock. One of the questions, <laughs> one of the questions on a on a life insurance application is if you participate in hazardous activities. So, um, <clears throat> I think everyone's considered everything. I don't have it planned, so I'm still a no. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> For the record, yeah. You know, in wrapping this up, this episode, when I think back to the question that you brought up, like, what's the value here? The value is in the the choice in allowing it to go in its own way, like to just be in the okay that there doesn't have to be a certain way this goes. Mm -hmm. Uh, It doesn't have to follow what we, this morning I was thinking about, maybe I should send Vern some, like, what do you think we should talk about? Like it was present to me all day, all morning today. I was thinking about it since last night. Yeah, fair like, enough. I'm going to talk about the podcast tomorrow. Yeah. I had a really good conversation with my wife on Wednesday. What was that about again? Yeah, totally. Yeah, <laughs> I should I should go look at my notes, you know? And yeah. and I ended up reviewing my, my journal. But the, 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 the takeaway from this podcast is uh, just just improvise. There's power in, in just being in the moment and, and clearing, getting it all out, whatever it might show up as. And then uh, there's space now for something else, and and we get to just shoot the shit here, and uh, and I think there is some cool stuff that came out of this conversation. Well, well the other thing that's with that, and I want to represence, is that people who are listening to this podcast are witnessing a creation. It, they're not witnessing, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like we're building a vehicle. We're not revealing the vehicle. Yeah, it's not all figured right. out. Yeah. Yeah, like we're, we're, we're figuring it. it out as we go. Yeah. Yeah, it's always great to get re- reconnected to that and and that it is in the journey where the most the most fun lies is in just doing the things and... Fun, light, and easy. Fun, light, and easy, man. Like, as I look at my life, I, I see fun, light, and easy uh, in lots of areas. And then there are some areas where it's not existing and... That's part of the journey. I, I'm not going to have it all figured out and organized and just as, as it should be, you know. Uh, I think I talked about this on one of our calls that we had this week where uh, I'm noticing and paying attention to as 
certain things in my life start to elevate and become easier and there's more success or whatever, Mm -hmm. other things start to fall off. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, and the natural ordinary way of being for most people, and I'm guilty of this too, is like, oh, well, that's just how it goes. And yeah, that is just how it goes. If you totally unplug and you're being on, you know, but that's not how it has to go. Yeah. So I'm like paying attention to that going, oh, wow. I'm I not... did a meditation this morning. Oh. I didn't want to do a meditation just this morning. Just puffing on his chest, eh? Like talking about his journal, his meditation. Are you well, just trying to make me feel bad? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to this morning. And it was Dude, super I, hard to, to actually be focused enough on it. Um, but yeah. that right there, sometimes those are, that's, even though you might not have got a lot out of it, that's just as valuable. Because it's you're building still the training the muscle. Yeah, building yeah. the muscle. Sometimes it's an enjoyable experience and sometimes it's, it's just like, just sit there. <laughs> and that's all you're thinking about is, fuck, I don't want to be doing this. But you're still, yeah. you know. Sit down. Don't move. Sit. You don't have to get up. Yeah. You can sit. That's right. <laughs> Stop pacing. Yeah. You're making me nervous. <laughs> Says me to myself. That's right. <clears throat> okay. So we're done here. Yeah, I, I think we're done. I, we're, we're done here. <laughs> Episode 36. We don't have a question for you. We'd love to hear from you. And maybe you'd like to sit down with us and, and shoot the shit a little bit. And we'd love to to, to do that as well. So if, if that is something. Balls. No. If, <laughs> if that is something that's you'd like to do. Fun light and easy again. That's right. Say hi at thegistpodcast.com or post a message on the Facebook page. We'd love to have you come in. Have a great Saturday. Rock and roll.